Welcome to Growth Amplifiers. I am Kenny Harper. Growth Amplifiers showcases ideas from the top business owners and entrepreneurs to inspire and empower you to thrive in your life, business, and achieve a higher purpose. I'll be sharing actionable insights you can apply towards your business in each session. Growth Amplifiers is dedicated to you, your success, and fulfillment. Get ready to amplify. And glad to be here. Uh, so thanks for tuning in. Kenny Harper along here with Manny Torres. Hello, everybody. And this is Growth Amplifiers Live. Now, if you're tuning in now and you want to get into the conversation, that's great. We'd love to hear any comments you have, any questions you have, and if you have uh, something to add to the conversation. Also, um, we're going to be doing future live events, uh, same time, same place. So be uh, ready to tune in for future events as well. I don't want to do that. <laughs> um, so one of the things we have coming up is uh, some pretty cool podcasts, including um, we've got a business broker uh, who's going to be coming up, and his name is Andrew Cagnetta. And I'm excited to have him. He's a business broker from Trans Transworld. Now, if you're going to have a business, it's really important to know what you need to do in order to prepare for the end. Because at the end of the day, uh, we're going to have our business and we're going to work on growing it. But there needs to be some sort of end game. Manny, did you ever watch that that movie of the Avengers? I did. It's it's funny. I kept getting like parts of it because you know you flip through channels and you like always get the same part. So, but yeah, it's a great movie. And you're familiar with the Seven Habits book because we've we've even featured that on this show before. But uh, beginning with the end of mine, and uh, we'll just talk about that for a brief second. That's not the feature of today's um, Growth Amplifiers Live today. We're talking about the three pillars for predictable growth. But um, this is an upcoming segment. I think it's next week. Um, Andy Cagnetta is going to be on with us. And I just want to kind of plug that uh, as we're talking about it for a moment. But what do you see, Manny, as far as when it comes to business owners, where they're dropping the ball in regards to thinking about beginning with the end of mind? Well, I've seen in a, a lot of businesses that come to the end and then they don't have a plan. And it's really sad because they spent their whole life building something. And then they assume that there's going to be someone that's going to swoop in and want to buy it. But if you don't have a plan in place, you don't have a goal and you haven't created those processes and systems, no one's going to buy it. And it's just going to, you know, end up being shut down and uh, all that life's work and all that energy that you put into it is going to go to waste. And I've seen too many businesses that get to that point, whether it's uh, the end of their, you know, when they're retiring or something happens to them and they need to end the business earlier than they want to. Uh, so if you don't have that plan and you don't build those systems, uh, you miss a lot of opportunities. So it's just thinking in advance, right? Um, and it's it's kind of funny because like you think of your to-do list. I was just talking with my wife this past weekend. And you have your normal to-do list of things you've got to do to either work your job or run your business. But then there's the project to-do list that you like to get to and knock down things through time. Whether that's home repair or working on something that you're trying to move forward with your, your physicality. We have different projects we try to get um, in and, you know, it's, it's really easy to back burner things and, and put things off to a later date. Um, so that's, that's one of the things. So 
make sure you tune in uh, next week. And if you're a business advisor that has insightful knowledge, uh, such as business broker or uh, CPA, accountant, bookkeeper, uh, tax strategist, we're looking for business advisors to join us on Growth Amplifiers. Share your unique perspective. I'm also excited about another um, guest we're going to have coming up in April. Uh, Jeff Woods He's the um, CEO of The One Thing. You ever heard of that book, Manny? Yeah, Jeff's an incredible guy and um, really excited to, to hear that interview. Um, I love The One Thing. It's a big key point of what I, I like to do with uh, my time and my productivity. So excited to hear Jeff. Yeah, I, um, I'm glad to actually have borrowed your copy of that book. And now it's eluding us. We want to both buy a copy. I don't know. But it's it's really cool because you stay focused. You know, there's a lot of different things you can do with your time. But if you put your laser focus to something, you can really get the best results. And speaking of which, that's an excellent segue for what we're talking about today. And we're really talking about three pillars for creating predictable, scalable growth. Now, um, before we get into those three pillars, I just want to talk about the challenges that we're looking to overcome, right? Um, you may be thinking, for example, I, I don't want to grow my business. Well, you might want to rethink that. <laughs> if you're not growing, you're dying. And whether you don't want a lot of new random clients, I can understand that. But you want to be working on growing your big business in some regard. Because, you know, there's attrition. Even with really good clients, there's some attrition. You may say, oh, I'll get my, most of my business through referrals. Well, that could be really good too. But you still want to be focusing on what you can grow and increasing your productiv productivity, increasing your profitability, or sometimes even increasing your impact can, can really be where you want to put your attention because that's how you're going to uh, achieve your full potential. Uh, so we're going to be dialing into that. And what are some of the problems? Let's just start there. What are some of the problems when you can't create predictable growth? Number one, unpredictability. What, what does that cause, Manny? So if you don't have any predictable um, you know, outcomes that you're going to have, it's really hard to plan because you don't know week to week, month to month, what to expect. So if you're um, not seeing some predictable growth, you can't invest into your business the way that you should. You can't plan ahead. And you really, um, you know, when you don't know what's coming, it, a lot of fear sets in and you start to make decisions based on fear, not based on exactly what's going to happen. I've, you know, that's really true. Unfortunately, what tends to happen is people don't realize that there's an issue until there's an issue. And then it's a little late. Now they're having to play catch up because it takes a while for the result to happen. You know, if you're not continually planting seeds, you won't realize that you're, you're going into a famine until there's a famine. And then you're like, well, now I need to start planting seeds. And then you got to wait for the seeds to start sprouting. So it's, it's a vicious circle. So we want to avoid that. Um, another thing we want to avoid, I know some people are like, you know, marketing sales, I, I really don't want to come across being that person that's pushing their message on everyone and being really salesy. And I completely get that. You know, I've, I've doubled down in my approach to building my business and really have been focused on building relationships. It's all about relationships, right? But you still need a process that can move those relationships 
somewhere. I know a lot of people are really great connectors. They have a lot of great contacts, but they're not necessarily growing where they want to grow. So we don't want to be pushy. And then the last part is we want to be profitable. And Manny, speak for a moment of why that's so important when you're thinking about whether it's profit or time or why, how come that's just so important to make sure that you're focusing on that? Well, it's important because it's the key that's going to drive everything forward. And if you're not being profitable and it's not about, you know, just making a ton of money, but it's also what kind of impact, what kind of reach can you make in your business? And if you're not looking at that bottom line, you're essentially, um, you know, you could be doing more harm than good. I know Kenny and I, we both worked with businesses that had a lot of business coming in, but they weren't profitable. And if they continued down that path, they were going to end up going out of business. And if you don't know, you know, the, the bottom line, you don't look beneath the hood to see what's going on in business in terms of your profits, uh, you can quickly escalate a problem and sink a ship without even knowing it. Oh, you're not kidding. Um, I was talking with a, she's a, a CPA and she's been in business for quite some time. She's really good at her work, um, but almost to the point where she's too good at the work and she's working six days a week, long, long days and just feeling exhausted, overwhelmed and, and just really questioning, is this really what I signed up for? And, and just starting to get this tunnel vision of like, I, I don't see any way out of this, but what we do is we try to come in and say, look, there is a better way. You can do this differently. You can be the captain of your own ship and go to where you want to go and achieve what you want to achieve. But you got to have the vision and then you got to take action. So uh, today we're going to be going over a framework that can create consistent, predictable results. And we're really glad to be certified in this framework to help people implement it and optimize it. And it's really been cool. For the past couple of years, as we've been working with businesses to implement, implement and optimize the system, we've seen the transformation that it has when people actually implement it. So I'm excited to be diving in and I'm going to kind of be walking you through some of these things. We'll, we'll chat through it. I should probably go the right way on the presentation, right? <laughs> so I just felt like Mario Brothers, you know, when the uh, Mario gets shrunk down. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Uh, so this is the growth triad, Mario, Manny. <laughs> this is the growth triad, and there's three main pillars. So we're going to chat about these a little bit. But if you're tuning in or watching the replay, um, write these down. Write these down. It'll be worth your time. They may seem rather simple and simplistic because they are. And that's one of the beauty, uh, beautiful things about it is it's simple and simplistic, but it is efficient and effective. And far too often in today's day and age with all the apps and platforms and automation and technology, gotten things way too complicated and just jams up the work. So let's make things simple. Let's make it easy, efficient and effective. Sound good? Sounds great. All right. So uh, the first thing we're talking about is the documented journey. So the documented journey. Now, many, I know, when I first heard of this, I was like, documented journey, where are we going? <laughs> We're going to a business that has consistent, predictable results. So that's where we're going, right? Now, the documented journey, the way I like to describe it is 
it's the strategy that attracts prospects and seamlessly and subtly guides them to become customers that pay, stay, and refer. And the reason you want it documented is so that you do it consistently and you don't miss important steps. Um, many ever seen the, the Pinterest fail with the cookie monster? We've got like the perfect cookie monster and he's got the little cookie and it looks great. And then you see that the do it yourself version and it's all flattened and melted and it doesn't look that great. I well, that. It's pretty funny. You can look up, look up uh, cookie monster Pinterest fail and you'll probably find it. And um, unfortunately that's what tends to happen is people see something. They say, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to do that. I'm going to follow what I see other people doing, but then they're, they don't get the same result and they wonder why it's because if they are either missing key ingredients or important steps. And while we're on this topic, um, what do you think the other benefit is of having something that's documented? Well, he talks about uh, consistency, but also if you're working in a team environment, it's getting everybody on the same page. I know we ran one of these workshops uh, about a year and a half ago, and we found out that the sales and marketing team, you know, they, they both had individual knowledge, but they weren't sharing it together. So by letting everybody on the team know what's going on, you can make sure that all your efforts are consistent and unified. No, that, yeah, that was really, really impactful. Okay. So imagine this for a moment. You have a sales team of, you know, sales reps from all different departments. You have a marketing internal team who are coming in there with their marketing initiative. And you have a marketing agency who's coming in there that is supporting the marketing team. And we're coming in there and we're helping connect the dots. And before you know it, you realize there's gaps in between some steps that are really important that's causing the company a lot of challenges. And, and so just by taking the time to work through and document it, uh, we were able to identify where some of those gaps are and some, some of those um, misconceptions. So um, see Jerry Gitchell has tuned in. Um, you could maybe here, I'm a little, a little on the horse side. We had the allergies come over this past week and kind of throw me a little under the weather. It's giving you a radio voice though. Nice and deep. And <laughs> I kind of like when I first wake up in the morning. Oh yeah. I'm just going to talk for a while. Put on my Southern accent and tell you what. All right. <laughs> There's a reason I'm not paid to be an entertainer. <laughs> uh, all right. So we're, we're talking about the documented journey. And how important it is to guide people through the different relationships because the different stages of relationships, because at the end of the day, when you're working with people, it's all about relationships, whether you're selling a small widget or you're selling a high end product, it's all about the relationships that you have with people. If you want them to trust you, um, if they, if you want them to do repeat business and be an advocate or promoter for your brand. And this could be left up to chance or you can actually be the captain of the ship. So documented journey, that's the first pillar. Now, here's one thing I just want to put out there. You may think, oh, this is this just happens organically, right? But there's a difference between knowing what it is, kind of doing it and documenting it. What do you think that difference is, Manny? 
a lot of times we think things are happening, but they're not. Uh, you know, we see this a lot with businesses where you ask them, hey, how many of those leads are you converting? And they're like, oh, we, we convert almost all of them. And then if you actually document it and you figure out and measure it, you realize that they're not. Uh, but a lot of times... It was a trick question. It was a trick question. <laughs> it's, it's documented. <laughs> that's, that's the simple answer. If it's not written out, right? I mean, he's like, thanks, man. <laughs> No, it's that's it. If it's not written out, it doesn't matter if you're like, we kind of do this. This is what our process is. If it's not written out, it doesn't count. So you can ask yourself, do you have it written out? And if so, great. And if not, then there you go. You've got to write it out. What are the steps? So you could do them consistently, which then sets you up meaning for where you're going so that you can then take the next step on the journey. And it's uh, the actual metrics. This is the second pillar. When you do things consistently, you can get consistent results. Good, bad, in the middle. And this really starts telling a story. Now, Manny, um, thank you for letting me kind of <laughs> a playful time. You can go back here and, and start talking about actionable metrics and how those things play together. That I think that's where you're going. Right. So once you have that documented that everybody's on the same page, you can start to be able to measure how successful you are in each of those stages and start to identify where you're well and where you're struggling. Uh, because a lot of times you think you're doing well, but until you're actually measuring those, you can't really see what the true um, metrics are there in each of those stages. And, you know, we're, we're reading, let's see if I have the book next to me. I don't seem to have it. It's maybe in the other room. Um, we're reading a book right now. And now I'm even going to draw a blank on it. What's the book we're reading, Manny? <laughs> um, the the traction book. Oh, um, rocket fuel. A rocket fuel. Yeah, there's rocket a couple fuel. of those. So, um, the rocket fuel talks about you know you, you have people who are visionaries and you have people that are integrators. Mm -hmm. Visionaries see kind of the big picture. Integrators kind of help get things done, moving along in in action. Right. And one of the challenges that we see a lot of businesses make even from successful, smart, well-educated, talented business owners that even have, you know, successful businesses doing really good are trying to do too many things at the same time with not enough focus. And this um, actual metrics and the growth scorecard that you can build to track it really helps get laser focus on what you're trying to improve. And let's just chat for a minute there on kind of what you've experienced from going through that process yourself. Well, one of the things that you, you realize, and it, it's not an instantaneous thing, although it can be, but where it's really powerful is when you start to track over time. Uh, one of our clients that we started working with back a year ago in December, we started to, to measure what his costs were on the front end of his uh, journey. And through time, he could see it just a little bit at a time decreasing in terms of how much it cost him to acquire a new customer. And now looking back, he can see how much growth it's helped his business have. But if you would have just looked at it and at the beginning, you may have thought, oh, this isn't that great. But a little incremental growth over time has made a big impact in his business. So it's being able to see what's working and what's not and making sure there's no bottlenecks, right? Because 
the journey, you might say, all right, first thing we've got to do is get awareness. We've got to get people to know that we're there. We've got to get them to engage. And then we've got to get them to raise their hand. I know a lot of people that have a lot of engagement online. They're maybe really good on social media. They're getting people to comment and all the, all the time they're getting um, really good engagement, but they're not getting people to take the next step. They're not getting people to raise their hand. They're not getting those relationships to move forward into potential opportunity. Now, it's not all about sales, but at some point in time, if you're putting a lot of time and energy into something, you want to see some of those efforts get a return on investment. Otherwise, you might want to put your time and energy in something else that's more efficient and effective. And that ties back into what we started off the conversation about, which is thinking about the end you know, when you get started. So where are you leading these people and what is that next step? And we do see a lot of people that try and skip steps, which we know is going to decrease how efficient that's going to be. And really, you can uh, be putting people off versus engaging them and, and helping them move along that journey. Okay. So at this point, we've, we've said, all right, you got to have a documented journey so you can do things consistently, guide people through the through the different stages of the business relationship. Pillar two, we're paying attention to actionable metrics, not a huge dashboard with so many metrics we can't even understand what, where they're going, but actual metrics, the few subtle metrics that are the most important that are influencing and predicting the result that we could track. Be really laser focused so that we know that we're if we're succeeding or not. And then the third pillar is the tools and tactics, right? So the tools and tactics, we need the tools and tactics, the jobs to get everything done and working. And depending on who your audience is, who your ideal customers are, right? You might need to use different tools or different tactics. It's really important to know that. So you bring the right uh, marketing medium out and use that to get your message to your market. So it's all when all three of these pillars come together, all three of these pillars come together is how we can achieve predictable results. But there's an issue if we're missing a key ingredient. What is it? What happens here? What tends to happen here, Manny? Let's say we're missing tools and tactics. So if you're missing tools and tactics, you're going to be stuck in the mud, right? Because you're going to hit a wall, a challenge, and you're not going to be able to overcome it because you don't have that tool or tactic to leap over that challenge or bust through it. And um, a lot of times, ironically, people start with a tool or tactic, but they have, don't have that documented journey or the metrics to know what they're really trying to achieve. That's perhaps one of the biggest things that we are, as part of our unique selling proposition, is we really start holistically at looking at the big picture first and determining what's going to make sense based on what the goals are and what's going to get a ROI, right? Because if you... Just say, I want to, I know search engine optimization is really important. I'm just going to start investing in that. If you don't have the right strategy there, you could put in thousands of dollars, not see any ROI, and not be any better off for it. Or you could do, be doing newsletter marketing. If you don't have something that's generating a list and you're not guiding your message to any next step, you could spend a lot of time paying money to um, not get any result. Let's say you're on social media. Have you ever thought, I'm on social media a lot. I'm not getting the result that I want. 
there's people who are spending a lot of time and they're not getting the result because they just don't have the right approach to get the job done. So we don't want to be stuck in the mud. And we want to make sure that we have the right tools and tactics in place. Now, I've had some people say, you know, I, I really don't like looking at metrics. But what is the what is the problem if we're not paying attention to key metrics? So if you're not paying attention to key metrics, you're essentially that bull in a china shop, right? You're doing a lot of activity. You're a lot of things are happening, but you don't really know what's working and what's not. It's just all over the place, right? So um, you know, without being able to see those numbers and know whether or not you're improving or you're um, not improving, you can't make educated decisions on what you're doing next. That's huge. And here's a, a big culprit that tends to happen a lot. See people were doing a couple different things. They're like, all right, you know, I'm putting out um, a message on my my networking group in my social media. And then I'm also paying for these these ads over here. And they're getting leads coming in and they're getting sales. So they're like, you know, this what I'm doing is working. But they haven't quite really looked in deep enough to know which of these is actually performing. Now, it could be that they're both actually contributing to victory. But sometimes we'll see is um, one strategy is performing. Uh, maybe it's their social media and networking is, is working but maybe the ads are not or vice versa. Maybe the ads are working, but their their social media and, and networking aren't performing. But if you don't take the time to really look at the metrics, you're not going to know what's working and what's not. As soon as you can define that, you can start eliminating what's not working and putting more resources to what is working. And you could even double your results even from doing that. And last but not least, we kind of hit this on the head of a lot when we first kicked this off, but the documented journey, if you don't have a documented journey, then it can be like a one hit wonder. <laughs> sometimes you're going to hit it. Sometimes you're going to miss it because you're not doing things consistently. Right? So it's all three of these together. And <clears throat> wanted to share this because we're seeing the impact that this is having when people are actually implementing this in their business. When they're implementing this in their business, they have better results. Um, they're able to save time. They're able to get better clients, be more profitable, eliminate the uncertainty, and, and just really get into a momentum. So um, just wanted to share that and have that conversation about the three pillars for predictable growth. Uh, as, as mentioned earlier in this podcast, we're, we're facilitators um, to help people implement this framework in their business and also optimize it. And I'll tell you that one of the things that you might need to hear is it's, it's a discipline to implement a framework and then keep consistent with it to get consistent results. But just like anything else, if you're you can't have a, a, a tool and then not use it and expect to get a result from it as well. It's like kind of like working out. You got to keep working out to get the consistent health and benefits. Yeah. It's funny. As you were mentioning those steps, I, I thought back to something someone told me about the great athletes. And a lot of people think that great athletes are the ones that make the incredible plays, but really the greatest athletes are the ones that are the most consistent 
that make the least mistakes and that are always looking for the little things that they can do to improve a little bit each week. Uh, so it's those incremental small hinges that swing big doors that can make uh, someone go from good to great. I love it. And, you know, that's really what we're trying to create and facilitate with growth amplifiers It's building a community of like-minded professionals that have that attitude, expertise, and drive to be consistent, to really have the right disciplines, to take consistent action for growth and improvement. So if you are an advisor um, to businesses and you can contribute to this conversation, we'd love to have you on the show. We'll be doing some panel conversations. Uh, we'll also be doing interviews. It's a great way to interview, uh, interview, to <laughs> introduce yourself to the world, answer some questions, provide some value, and, and really get some visibility and share out to the world. So thanks for doing that. If you, if you have that, if you want to learn more about other people who have been on Growth Amplifiers, you can go to growthamplifiers.com, check out our website. And if you're on the other side and you're, you're not thinking, maybe I want to contribute. If you have questions, if you have questions, we'd like to hear what questions you have. Um, maybe you've tried implementing some ideas. You haven't got the result you're looking for. Feel free to ping in the questions as we'll answer them on this show as well. Man, you're, you're so chatty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot of times people are a little bit scared to ask questions, but um, go ahead and throw those in the comments because a lot of times not only do you have that question, but other ones, other people have that same question and it'll benefit everyone if uh, you go ahead and ask that and uh, we can give you some insights, give, help you get over those challenges so that you can move your business forward. All right. So the, the thing from here that I would challenge you, if you've tuned in, the one thing you could do is put these three pillars in place promise you we've had record year in our business by really doubling down and implementing these systems. I've seen people really double their sales. I've seen people have push up their profitability. I've seen people really save leaps of time, have tremendous fulfillment, uh, enjoyment back in their job again, and just really change the trajectory of where their business was going because they took the time to actually work on their business to work smarter, not harder, and implement proven systems to really help them get the result they want. So it's it's all great to listen to, but if you're not implementing it, if you're not getting the result that you want, then you need to take new actions to get new results, right? So keep on amplifying, and I look forward to hearing from you, whether you're looking to be a guest or um, asking questions. Thank you for your support, and we'll catch you on the next show. Have a great week. To show your support, take a moment to amplify this message by sharing it online. To connect with me or gain more business growth insights, visit www.growthamplifiers.com. Thank you for your support.